0: Welcome back to the Consequences Podcast with Paul McNulty and Sean McCreevy.
1: Okay, well, we're thrilled to have Peter Tattersall with us today, founder of Intercity, then Strawberry Studios. And uh, we've just uh, had uh, some nice cakes uh, <laughs> during our tour today. There's a Macmillan uh, fundraiser, <laughs> some beautiful cakes which we enjoyed. So thank you very much for that. And we had a look round the live room and the control room. And we're back here uh, with Peter. Pete and with Peter Wadsworth, again, the, um, from Strawberry Archive. And uh, so... Um, welcome, Peters. Yeah, well, the welcome, the two Petes, and it's fabulous. Uh, thanks for, thanks for mm-hmm. joining us today.
0: Mm. Can we start um, uh, with you, Pete? Just uh, having had a walk around the, mm-hmm. the old place, um, what springs back into your memory in, immediately, immediately, walking into that, where we had our cakes, into the live room?
2: Well, well, I didn't realise what it was at first because they changed it so much. But yeah, that's a, that was a live area, and uh, that little wind, small window in the corner was, the, was the control room window. Uh, that wall, and they still got the lift there, and there was a drumbeat. Oh, it just all came back to me. I could visualise it all. You made an interesting point, though. I never realised it. When you said the strings were on the live room, how could you see them from the controller? We never could. Hmm?
0: So I never thought of that. <laughs> I never thought of that. They could have been up to all sorts of things. Well, they, just might come might off. I mean, they might have been.
2: I, I think the Halley were a bit more... Mm, they were <laughs> okay. session
0: musicians. A bit more reserved.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just set them up with the mics and that was it. And they would never... The beauty of using professional session musicians, yeah. they always play... The same level, the same volume, same style. Right. You're not going to mess you around. Yeah. You know, as opposed to amateurs, or would would do. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ine- inevitable,
1: no. What's the maximum number of musicians you think you had in that room at one time?
2: Okay. Well, we had the whole Sid Lawrence Orchestra in, which was 19-piece big band, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So why difficult to remember we could get to literally strings that we just think you could get a whole first possibly second violin section in there easily mm. and the basses cellos would be more or less in the um other areas yeah yeah you didn't really need them in a live area um timpani would have mm, to a degree in the in the drums it, we used to, you'd never do a full orchestra in there, you couldn't. We right. couldn't get full right. orchestra in yeah. there. That, that was the likes of Abbey Road, you know, number two studio and things. Yeah. yeah. But you could, um, you'd merrily get a, t- a 12 piece string. That was quite normal, 12 piece. So you'd have a, oh, I can't break it down really. Um, you'd have usually f- maybe six firsts, four seconds, a couple of cellos, something like that. Right. You know, a, a, a lot of string quartets in <laughs> one go. <laughs> how, many, how many mics would you need? How was that mic up? i mic high up, right? and don't mic individually. On it's the just ambi- okay. ambient mic'ing on, yeah, on I mean the whole that. sound. You'd them up, you'd you them a them If there was first violin, you'd have, probably have two. You'd always have these stereos, you'd have 2 to mic them up.
0: Alright, so not, not more than, than two for a, oh, for for a, a, string, for a string section section. Yeah,
2: you'd, that's what you'd do over the first violin. And you'd, you'd probably augment the second. You would augment the cellos. Mm-hmm. but yeah definitely one mic for a couple of cello oh, okay. and the same with the bass
0: and would they be Neumann mics oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. N- nearly
2: all of them were Neumann mics yeah. you know um, so and the whole the live area that you uh, you've seen photos of it haven't you I presume oh yeah it's all mm. glass and it was all done, all done at an angle so it, it yes yeah, so it,
0: it wasn't reverberating itself no.
2: yeah, oh, and it didn't come out too far that way and the same with in the studio we had all these what we call traps, um, sound acoustic traps. A trap is basically um the walls were always built with uh two or three bit of wood slats filled with rock wool and the side was done, it was done softboard, each side was done softboard, that's fibre board now, plaster board and fibre board, mm. and then that was the final finish, which could be um often the very thin fibreglass with, with material, yeah. like like hessian over it, similar sort of thing. To and that back. would
0: absorb everything, would it? Absolutely, nothing yeah. go
2: through it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it tries to go through, first of all, it hits the hessian, the, the fibreglass, absorbs there, then it's got to get through the fiberboard, which is absorbent, then it hits the plaster board, which is bounce it back, then, mm. then it's got the, the, then it's got the, it's all triple layers.
0: Massive. Sure, and I mean, I, I'm, I always marvel at how, how dead uh, the, the strawberry recording side—it's incredible. Like yeah, it's yeah. sort of Steely Dan type the whole, de- deadness, yeah, it's, very, it? it's Very, there. Right? Yeah. Did you have any clients who come in and, and want a, a more live sound? You know, a bit. Oh, of...
2: oh yeah, well they'd, they'd use a live area, or quite often, just to record... Martin.
0: What like. with reflective surfaces? And oh that, yeah,
2: that, yeah, yeah. And Martin, they the vocal booth, which sometimes you for vocals quite often guitar and things but it had curtains in it as well so you can make it dead like Same the drum booth okay. but Martin Hannett used to record all over the place upstairs down the cellar and everywhere <laughs> yeah up uh, on the roof well <laughs>
1: or was that was that just uh, was a that made just a a, up story for uh, the film you
0: Yeah, <laughs> I
2: don't know if I remember him being on the roof Barker James Harvest wasn't on the roof recording of uh, when well, that was at a hotel in northern Really? They did the suicide. Suicide. Yeah. suicide. That's
3: and got the lip sound on it as well. So, at the end of the song, here.
2: Yeah. They dropped a mic on the road manager, as a keen fisherman, and he worked out the way to the microphone, the oh. line, and the height of the building. Mm-hmm. No, he did it. They cast it down. <laughs> and it all, as our person was falling, and the wind was going past. Wow. And wow, you, wow, this was it. all recorded on a stereo mic. And you listen to it, it's scary actually. Listen to that headphone, and it's. Wow. And then the final, it was just a
3: thud. The song is about somebody committing suicide and at the end of the track they play a kind of little audio drama of the, of the song so you can hear a man walking down the street, the footsteps going into a club, you hear the lift, mm. which is the strawberry lift going up and then you hear him mm. dropping off the building. Has oh, he pushed or did he jump? <laughs> well, <laughs> what
0: yeah. album's that on, Pete? We'll, we'll, we'll find yeah, it's it. It's off the
3: to... album October on, yeah, about okay. the James Harvest, yeah. 1976. <laughs>
2: In time. Yep. We recorded them, the footsteps and we talking, the walking down Hillgate. Yeah, with our little portable um, reporters, one I can't remember what it was called. Okay, walking down mm. with headphones, mm. and stereo, and the headphones was and and mics phones in them. It, it was on
1: Hillgate. It's just. There were some weird things we got up to. Similar to Consequences. Yeah, uh, very very much so. But can you tell us a bit about the famous fireworks sessions with the fireworks from, was it
2: Liverpool? <laughs> Big shop in Liverpool? <laughs> nah. I went to <laughs> Liverpool. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, probably to see Mike McGear. Probably something. I was in Liverpool. So oh, okay. I said, can you pick up these fireworks from Payne's Wessex, I think it was. Okay. And it was in a it was in a factory area. I can't quite remember where in Liverpool. this it's a brick building, nothing special. And the guy was here, giving all these things out. And how do you set them off? He said, Oh, he said, he said, I you've so got fuse, light it, and run. Uh, yeah, and run, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was basically what you're saying. So I'm driving back down Liverpool with the boot full of high explosive, unbeknown to me. <laughs> right. So we decided we'll set this off. And we went to what's the park there? Woodbank Park. Mm. A goalpost was quite important. That okay. so tying rockets and things to that. Oh, and Then okay. they had these mortars with all these, for? and they're signal maroons. Hmm. Oh, wonder what they're like. You know, they have got a tube and partly buried in the ground. You put a statement and this big thing and drop it in. A signal maroon is what I have on a ship. Uh huh. So right. you've got a fair idea. In the middle of the ocean, this thing, like a flare, bit,
1: basically <laughs> visible from space. It's yeah. going to yeah. be. <laughs> Right, it's yeah. so
2: the setting off the rockets, you can hear all that going, yeah, and it's quite fun. And it wasn't bomb before Bonfire night, I think, yeah, so where's it? So <laughs> Roger, Roger was with us, Roger. He says, Oh, I'll set off, you set off, Roger. But <laughs> he it, must have walked about three feet back, and he's watching it. It was the biggest <laughs> band I've ever heard in my life, it was shattering. All right. Roger, God knows where he went, you know? <laughs> and it went up in the air. This bang, went, what? and it suddenly cracked, big, multicolour, whatever it was. and yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we took one look, we all look, we ran like, oh, let's go. <laughs> it was every car alarm going off, dogs barking. <laughs> oh, wow. of did you manage to record that one? It was recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Martin Lawrence had to take record record with it like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, my goodness me. Never made the new local papers, which just surprised me. <laughs> no,
0: that's because you got in your cars quick and. and, and yeah, they didn't did know
1: who were the protagonists.
0: Law and Kevin weren't out on location with you. I take oh, you it. Oh, course for... Oh yeah. All oh, right, brilliant. Oh, they were there.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: It yeah. all went down. I've never. Honestly, I can. I can. You're under the flight path
3: as well. That's why. Oh we, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know?
2: Of course, I never realised that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is Woodman Park,
3: you're right. But it could have been the second stop for aircraft, not oh, I mean. oh, my word. Don't, no, no. Health see, and safety wasn't quite, wasn't
0: pardon, quite as advanced. What was that? Yeah, what was that, exactly? Didn't okay. exist. Um, Were you involved in any, any of the other uh, consequences sessions as such? <laughs> um,
2: now and then. Um, right. You see, i Martin engineer, did not he? Yes, Martin yeah. Lawrence, yeah. Um... So, you couldn't do everything on your own. To be honest, sometimes I just went and helped because I was there all the time. Remember, I was running the studio as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd go in and help. with, Yeah, odd things. And but f- they just went on and on and on for a long time. Yeah.
1: Um, Eighteen months, we uh, think it was yeah. from start. They from had the
2: to nation. go. They, they had to go to manor. the manor, and they because we've got we we're turning people down. We had a lot yeah. of inquiries coming in. Yes, you yes. can't just put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Like if you supply stuff for Marks and Spencer's, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> some design, they don't want you. Yeah. You've had it, haven't you? Yeah. Um, we don't know. Is it? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, I can't think how many months he spent with us. But I remember when it was finished and mixed, did it mix it with us? Do you know, I think some of it was mixed at the manor and um, quite a bit what was done? was mixed at our place I think
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they brought a phonogram right mm-hmm. and the the managing MD was called Ken Malifant
0: that's right we, yeah. we met him a few months ago
2: Has he told you the story when it was played to him in the studio
0: <laughs> no. we've heard some but that doesn't ring a bell actually no we've heard uh, it.
1: Harvey and Rick were played it. Mm. Um, but we did we, we didn't
2: please please tell us about when King mm. was playing it. Um well they had this trip then too. They just all the lights out and put it on loud and they sat there and they played the, and it was a worse the real He They <laughs> came out they came out the control room. Can't <laughs> it was just it was it's quite... It was all that bit with the... You know, with with the, the, wind, scene, wind the wind and all that. stampede and all that. You know, stampede. Yeah. yeah. Very scary. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it In, in yeah. the dark,
1: oh, I can imagine if that was at really high volume. Yeah. There, oh, yeah, it
2: was. The studio was stampede. quite high volume, if you wanted. Mm. Yes. yes,
1: right, right, right.
2: Which never hurt your ears, by the way. <clears throat> right. Is that right? No, yeah. Because of stick- the acoustics, right? Well, it was acoustics. I know the speakers were so good. Right, OK. If you've got... The highest frequencies, triple, middle, bass—all presented correctly, it won't hurt your hearing. Mm. It's when you're what leaking a pop concert, mm-hmm. and it's all blasting out of you—that's when it starts hurting you, wow. doing the damage. Right. Very, very. Oh, a lot of sound engineers have got really good hearing. Right. I mean, nice they, surprises for you. That surprises really me. Yeah. Very high frequencies, because when I was in the, I uh, was on the APRS committee, and uh, they, they, they employed. People come and test testing or in his ears, just a thing, and it was quite remarkable. Remarkable uh-huh. what I could hear because the guy would do me, say, can You can hear bark as well. I <laughs> know, <And laughs> it's right. really surprising because you're listening to it correctly, yes. in the correct position. Sure, right? sure. You know, because the speakers were left, right. Because at the centre desk, you were in perfect position. Mm-hmm. Right. So you weren't getting everything as it should be. That's yeah.
1: interesting. Whereas the musicians who were in the imperfect live environment, uh-huh. they'd be the ones who suffered.
2: You're lying on a band. Yeah, yeah. With on stage. Yeah. Mm. Eric used to hate it. He used to get a symbol in his left ear. Yeah. Right. Ear.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. You suffer from that problem in your I, I cover span. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: So I always
0: end up right by the drum. <laughs> the loudest drummer yeah, in yeah, the yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we, uh, Paul and I both think the Consequences is the real masterpiece uh, of recording. I mean, for me, it's like the apex of, of any recorded sound I've ever heard, really. Oh, yeah. And that's obviously, I mean, Strawberry's responsible for that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What, what's your take on consequences as a kind of a sound piece of sound? Oh, yeah, work? it's brilliant, there's no doubt about yeah. it. It's
2: very, very good. Um, I think to me, when, to me, when they had Peter cooking and all that, <laughs> that couldn't quite, no, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's um, not
3: everyone's taste, is it?
2: No, no, it, I think he took over a bit personally. Don't tell that to Kevin when I don't
1: know,
0: <laughs>
3: I don't know, it
2: just, I don't know, just.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's unique, you can say yeah, that about it. I tell you what,
2: they were way ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the, um, environment, climate exactly. change. Mm-hmm.
1: They were. There it is, yeah. 40 years ahead of the time. Too right. It's yeah. quite scary, actually,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In, in a way. I remember making the, making the, uh, the cloud up with cotton wool.
0: Really? No, was that
1: yeah, here yeah. in the, in the oh, building? Oh yeah, downstairs. And yeah, like didn't, they have, there somewhere? didn't they have sort of art artwork? They worked on art
2: pieces actually in the studio, oh, yeah. and, right? Uh, a workshop yeah. in here. Yeah, down in the because my office was. Blimey, where are we now? <laughs> We're in the cellar. Where's the lift over there somewhere? I think. Yeah, lift just, my just over there. To, my office to the left of it, so there, the, that was all my office, and there was the uh, canteen, kitchen area, and all that, and the mm-hmm. pool table. This area here was where um, C stored all the mo- mo- sound equipment, so, so mo- yeah. the mobile Been stuff. Yeah, they've had all the, the PA stuff and everything just stored down here. And uh, and they've had our echo right in the corner was our two EMT echo plates. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah, but they did a lot on the pool, te- they used the pool table as a worktop.
0: okay, well, we've seen that famous photo, haven't we, where they've uh put a, f-
1: a fake, the, the fake top it on it and, and gave you a heart attack by uh, saying that <laughs> we didn't own it. No, that's right. P- P- Peter <laughs> was telling us that you rented it and you thought
2: <laughs>
1: it had been ruined by uh, their uh, practical joke.
2: It uh, was very, I mean, to see it in real life was, I mean, I, 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 you wouldn't have known.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And right. spent all
2: that time, money doing it.
3: <laughs> yeah. The best practical joke came at the end of the consequences session, yeah. which was them bricking up. Oh, the control,
1: control room. Yes. <laughs> we can't see Peter, you can't see Peter's face. He's actually <laughs> almost got his head
2: in his hands remembering this. Yeah. Uh... Well it was a Saturday, it was a Friday night they did it. Right. And on the Saturday I had Tom Hiddley coming over. You now, Tom Hiddley's acoustic designer of Westlake Audio, okay. based in Los Angeles. And we'd he'd we'd he'd sent his designs for the studio and the control room. And we The studio he'd no, the control room, he sent a guy over to build it, right? Yeah. Uh, I've never seen, I've never seen a, a guy work with a skill, so I didn't even know what they were. He had a, the electric, but he put plants of wood over his knee and go, I've, I've never Ooh. seen anything like oh, it. He threw okay. things up, he lay it on the floor, he just knew exactly, it was amazing. It right. really was. Right. Did it all in a couple of weeks. We then built the studio later, re-did the studio, and he sent us the plans for it. So he came over to see it. And uh, you need to see the new desk as well in this area. In fact, there's a photograph of him. And and that was, it was over that. I think the following day, we had uh, all the people from PAPRS or the committee over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I picked him up, probably the train station, maybe the airport, I can't remember. Walked in the control room, walked down, opened the door, walked in. And it's all bricked. I was like, <laughs> i sell it. I'll try, I try
1: that again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I
2: said, and Tommy's remember, he said, what? I said, just a minute. <laughs> and we got a plaque on the door saying, and I opened it, and I appeared, and I said, what? <laughs> the heck? <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. of that effect. Yeah. Walked in, it was, they just bricked the whole thing up. Wow. With brick wallpaper. Yes. And the desk was covered, but they made this frame. They got the joiner we use a lot, come in and do it. Mm. I don't know what it cost. But it was astonishing. I know how the they were there, they, they suddenly arrived. Yeah, they
3: suddenly poked their heads out and said, hey. Yeah. And, and there is a photo of them all stood in front of the wall, yeah. <laughs> smiling I, away.
2: I just couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe it. Mm. The things they did. That to play mm. jokes. Ah. Right, pretty. Right. Much. Can I can always I... swore I'd get my own back, and then if I did. You, you haven't yet. It's no, I time. said I will, one day I said i am going to get my own back. You wait to see because they played another one of those. To come to that
0: later, if you want. Yeah. Did you not? Did you not play any pranks on them?
2: <laughs> not really. It's a bit difficult on your own coming up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe but it was too busy keeping yeah. the studio. Yeah, know, well. it's so, someone's got to be
0: grown up around. The yeah, I know, exactly. yeah, and
2: someone's got to keep a dead if you know what I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I um take you back to intercity yeah uh, Pete um how, how did the setup at intercity compare with what you built here at Strawberry?
2: there was no comparison absolutely no comparison it was very uh, I took it over it was a studio there very basic and uh, I used to go in there play the guitar and knew the, it was run by the guy who, they called John Hoof, who ran the record department. So I used to go in and mess around and play the guitar and do it all myself, really. Yeah. And then he got a point where uh, he uh, needed to full time. And I said, I worked for Lyons Bakery at the time, selling cakes and travelling <laughs> around. But I used to finish about two in the afternoon. So I thought, right, I'm going to pack up the cake and I'll, I'll run this studio and I'll uh, Take a cut of what, what we make, yeah. Because um, I knew what I wanted wanted to do. Because actually, I spent, used to spend time at EMI, Abbey Road, <coughs> and when I was um, road match for the with Billy Jay Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: can you uh, tell us a bit about how you came to work for you worked directly for Brian Epstein? Yeah, isn't I did. Right? Yeah. And how did how did that come about?
2: Oh well, um I. I used to play in the groups, right? OK. And of course, course that's how I knew Eric and... and right. And um, I knew the uh, the used to go down to what place where they used to play in Manchester? The Oasis. The, the Oasis, thank you. Come on, hey. And, uh, and I knew the the coaches, um, Pete McLean, the got knew Pete McLean from down there, but the, the guitarist, Mike Maxwell, lived near me in Heaton Moor. That's where I knew. Him. OK. And I got a pally with them and they... they uh, they kind of peak. They were offered this villager to join them, and Mike was talking. They need someone bro manager, and I was working in a furniture shop at the time. Did you fancy come? I said yeah. Mm. So I drove to Liverpool meet Brian, and uh, offered me yeah fine. i right? got a license. Of course, I got a license, and, and uh, there we go. And uh, that was it. And I just went round with them, and I could drive the van and. It was a bit... Everyone mucked in in those days, yes. to be quite honest. And, uh, and he had the... Of course, he had the Beatles and the Pacemakers and Scylla Black.
4: You know. mm.
2: And you uh, see all these tours down the South Coast. But often she had equipment in one, in one van and some guys in the other van, and it was all a bit... Um, yeah, it was an interesting time. But it was. You don't need
3: anybody to hold. with my me love and remember
0: what I had to do.
1: I'll you satisfied. Peter has recounted you had a sort of alarming experience with a bunch of I guess Billy J Kramer fans uh, that
2: the audience audience cinema in, so was it the audience? yes I did when I was trying to get out the the van I can't, I can't quite remember how it's done but they had these bedford no, no, what call, And the door side door could be open either way. I forget how it was done, I mm-hmm. can't really remember. Mm-hmm. So basically, one door would make a passageway to go through. So I pulled up down the stage door at this particular cinema. I'm sure it was the Odin in somewhere. And it was a ramp going down. You can see it now. The door came open. I was out last. <laughs> everyone go in, right? Mm-hmm. And um in the Beatles were already there, I think. Yeah, they must have been. And now uh, uh, the door, the fan door closed, and the, and the stage door branched up, and I was there. I couldn't get in. Mm. I was knocked not unconscious. Oh, it was yeah. Billy oh. Jack, but fans rushing to these girls. Oh, wow. I mean, you think, wouldn't it? a load of girls pile on top? You think it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And not funny at all. No, I bet. Not in those and it was ones. Billy, he, he must up. He realised the door had shut. <laughs> he dragged me in, and I, and I thought, at that point, I thought, I'm not doing this anymore. This is crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So was that the point where you decided to be in the control room?
2: Yeah, I thought, I came to the decision that it's all right being in a group, but you're only as good as your last single, if it's a hit. If it's yeah. It. But everyone's got to make a record, Some, they've got to make records, mm. be it good, bad or indifferent, or hit or not. So I'm going to on the studio, that sense with Neil and Hardy's, and I thought, right, and I uh, took it, uh, bought it all out. Um, and Eric used to come in. And uh, do a lot of his demos there. Kind of okay. pally with it. I knew Eric vaguely from playing around the groups in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Graham came in a lot and his
0: demo. Um, okay. Was it a multi-track setup or just? No, like
2: two? it was two T-acts, uh, one mono, one and one stereo, okay. and a couple of ferographs. That was it. And wow. the mix of this, we basically had uh, audio and design, limited compressors, big things like that. I think we had about eight of them to so put used to go through that, and then. There's so, a sort of mixing there, nothing like that. So that, I think that was quite a unique sound because everything came through was compressed and limited. you got the yeah. th- thick, that punchy sound. The tube
0: compressor, yeah. I bet you pay really good money for those now. Probably
2: did, Well, you would now, yeah, <laughs> you, really, you really would. So uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, Graham oh, used to say, I'll give you a lift up and he had, don't forget he had a white convertible Aston Martin. It's got to be something, this songwriter. <laughs> well, yeah, quite,
1: because he was already yeah. a successful songwriter. Oh, very, like. yeah.
2: Yes, and okay. uh, Eric, Eric, I just got on really well, and uh, right. yeah, and, and that was it. So Eric joined me, wanted to... It, the mindbenders, they'd had enough, really. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. No, 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 hey,
0: hey. don't cry, don't cry, dry your eyes. Don't cry no more, baby. dry your eyes, never yeah, do you should.
2: He wanted to get in but he liked recording. We came up and he came up with the idea of on this recorder you had three, three 30, there was this switch on the on these TIA recorders. Mm-hmm. and
0: what's well, variable speeds, so No, of thing. it
2: was it was for frequencies. Right. If you turned it to one you got everything a little bit sharper. Right? Ah, okay. You put the wrong setting on, on it. Um,
0: Bias or something like yeah, that. Yeah, bias. It was probably a bias. Yeah, yeah. And it
2: was. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, hang on, I'm getting a few years ago Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it made it sound a bit sharper. Okay. And uh, that's Eric came up with that. I think it was all by mistake actually. And uh, <laughs> yeah, because we messed it around. Well, that's good. Mm. <laughs> and uh, there we go. Um,
0: did um, Did you give Eric a lot of mentoring and training in those early me? days? No, did I? Didn't. No? I didn't know how
2: to record. I wasn't a, a trained engineer. So you were learning on the job as well? Oh, yeah. Well. I, was, I used to watch the guys at uh, Abbey Road. I thought, it's very simple. And <laughs> Eric did the same at um, Hornegan. Oh, right. he, he always wanted to be in the studio. and they, they wouldn't let him. wouldn't let you. Oh, you couldn't touch. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Did have a white yes. coat on. Yes, there. yeah. And you, you prepared <clears throat> to go after five o'clock. Oh, no, they wouldn't. And you, you prepared to not have a tea break. And That was very... <laughs> You know, oh, I mean, AMI, we're, that'd be road, blimey, tea lady arrived at three o'clock and that was it. No matter like, what the session was, <laughs> no matter what it was, it stopped. <laughs> know, to, McCartney's
0: halfway through his Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's she,
2: here she comes, it like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true.
2: I said, <coughs> absolutely. I wonder if <laughs> that's okay. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And that's, that's what I just wanted. And so Derek, it, so it's weird that we both wanted to do the same thing, so we both... Helped each other <coughs> in the way we both learned together. Oh, Brilliant. We, we used to come up with ideas of making studio <coughs> um, brighter sound and all that by yeah, lining right. a drum booth with bacon foil. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We thought that's how Neanderthal Man came about.
0: yeah do tell us about this uh, this foil stuff
2: yeah. brilliant well we had um <laughs> we made a drum booth it's not quite how just described but it was that was simpler just with yeah. um the fiber the fiber board <clears throat> and we don't it wasn't toppy enough so i don't know who came up with the idea i've got to be honest i can't remember yeah. might have been me might have been at maps be, But we put bacon foil on we we stuck joint pins bacon foil all around it around it. and oh that's better how the hell did you come up with that idea? I don't. Know. <laughs> I really don't. Well, it is Brighton, it. Yeah. And this
0: is. I'm all right in thinking this is just after the, the four-track machine's been delivered. Is that yes,
2: right? Yes. Yes. we, we went, when we were told to leave Neil and Hardest, because mm-hmm. it was a fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we, what were we going to do? Looking for premises, and Pauline, she lived just round the corner. Um, uh, flat, flat, this and, is
0: Pauline Renshaw. Yeah, yeah.
2: and because uh, she was, uh, Pauline was sort of the secretary. Her husband, Frank Renshaw, was session musician, guitarist, and that's how I knew when Pauline came in, and new Ray Territ and one thing that's, so she became a sort of secretary. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I don't think she got paid much money. I wouldn't have much money. I think it was only when we got some sessions in. And she saw this sign on the building for rent, and she said, it there's a place up right there, so... We'd looked at other places, which were wrong. We went and look at it and we walked in the front door and there was a, it was a, all the ground floor was a TVA rental a aerial company that put aerials on. Mm-hmm. And the first room had a screen on, it was all wood. And it was a training room. We thought, oh, that's good, we'll have that. It's got a, it's got a screen and it's wood and it's quite, quite good. This'll do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So we said the landlord, Paul Blum, we'll, we'll take it, right. And uh, the rent, I can't remember what the rent was, but what he didn't know, we hadn't got any money, to a pay rent. <laughs> okay. Cause he'd said to us, uh, well, we need to change things. So gonna be a studio and all that. And he said, well, I'll give you, we came to do something like three months rent for it, something like that, right. Well, but he didn't know. I told him quite a few years later, you know, we couldn't have paid you, Paul, wow. <laughs> if we only need to. Hmm. And, uh, so that gentleman, we have a lot to thank him for, actually. Oh, okay. oh yeah, around, yeah, right. if he'd said, no, nah, he got pair We probably would have got the money together, to be honest, about right, to get okay. somewhere. Sure, sure. So we knocked it all... We're deciding what's going to be the control room, what's going to be this. It was all offices, well, see, it was, it was all individual offices. And suddenly this almighty smash. And I don't know who it was, I got a big jam and smashed the wall down. So it was... Might as well start here. Health and safety <laughs> again. Just <Yeah>. just <laughs>
1: was it a supporting wall? Well, obviously not. Well, a will come to supporting wall if you <laughs> want,
2: <will>, sure. <laughs> and uh, the controls were risen in the corner because it was a little office with glass round there. Okay. You know, that'll do. And okay. uh, so that became our control room, which the original photos are. Sure. So we set all the equipment we brought off, and none of it worked. Mm. It just right. didn't work. It was just it been bodged together. Hmm. So we think we're trying to get this working, that working and in the end we needed some proper finance. Right. Um to basically get and that's when there it's had a word with Rick Dixon, who was the manager yeah. of him. Right. And our manager Graham. Graham was with us at that point. Yeah. So they arranged us to um get finance through Forward Trust. Oh. So they they bought someone else into the race I mean, that's right. Yeah. you can mention it. Yeah. So the guy they bought his shares. Okay. And because he was a DJ and he and he was busy all the time, not bother really, and uh, and that's how it all they came involved and we got the finance to get the recorded a new desk built. Yeah. And. Uh, and off we went. That was great fun. That's right. And this deck ride.
0: Brilliant. Uh, Go back to that fascinating story about the uh, the tin foil around mm-hmm. the drum booth. Tell us the story about how Neanderthal Man kind of came into being. Because we heard it was it kind of just experimenting oh, yes, with what it, the four-track machine would do. Oh, yeah.
2: It was. Totally. Um, and it was, uh, it was getting, basically getting drum sounds. Yeah. So it was... It was getting a good sound. And it took ages. And then it was... I think it was Lola strumming a guitar new them in the end. They, they don't know why he sang it. Nobody to this day knows why he sang it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then from there it just... I think I played the milk bottle on it. And it just went... And there it came right the idea with the the uh, tone generator.
0: Ah, that's the it's, the, a that's it's a cracking sound. It's like synth. a synth, is it? It's
1: just a tone generator. generator. And,
0: right. You used that for, for what, testing oh, yeah, setting speakers up, yeah, and setting, up yeah, and yeah,
2: yeah, it's a tone generator, big big black. Like, Thing like
0: that would have been pleasing. And was, your, was the mic set up on the kit? Was it similar to what oh, you would yeah. not use on yeah, the Yeah, we didn't normal... have many mics then. We had, okay, we had... so what was your setup? up? I'm, I'm really interested to hear how you'd um, set up the mics.
2: Right, we would put... Um, the drum, you put a dust on half the, half the snare drum and a microphone. If that's the snare drum round, at an angle to it.
0: Well, almost horizontal? Yeah. Oh, like, I see. Yeah, like that. Pointing at the top or the bottom? Yeah,
2: because the sound doesn't hit from the stairs it's this above it. Right. The sound from the snare comes in the air. Oh, right. OK. Bit, right, right. So you're slightly above it. So by putting a dust on it, because you're not getting it rattling or you're getting it more of a right and
0: does the and you're saying then that the the mics at a slight angle yes, from it's the horizontal angle, so does that like soften that. The, the the sound by doing no, no, it off started. axis like it that worked. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and no, no, we, we, i know i love the drum sound yeah. on that stuff yeah. yeah
2: and then we had a uh, bass drum with the front off and yeah. a big blanket inside that's quite standard now yeah thin. yeah and it was an akg one of the big yeah, yeah big mic big black mics with silver black on one side can't remember the model number of it and um, overhead, just, just called Max
0: overhead, overhead right. Max. What pencil condensers or yeah, Neumann? Yeah, there'd again be
2: uh, no the Neumann was, We only had one two, six seven at that point. There'd be long, slim ones with a sort of like a hundred, not quite a hundred A,
0: not Sennheiser or anything like that. No,
2: oh no, no. A bit posh. Then we didn't think they were like, right by then. So, uh, so, <laughs> so this was four tracks
1: saturating the tape, right? Which was then recorded. Uh, um, each part. Was the whole thing recorded several times and then bounced onto a second? Yeah,
2: we'd record it, four tracks, and then those four tracks would be mixed to one track of the stereo. Right, okay. That track would go back to, say, track one with the four track. Right. And that two, you know, or track two. You tried to do it, the four tracks, you'd try to re-record back on tracks two or three. Yes. Because the the first and fourth track could be, because they're right on the edge of the tape. Sure. Then that was mixed back down to the stereo, (coughs) then it was back and forth. Right. So was, that was how it was done. Mm. With
1: LOL just actually singing the guide uh, and yeah. playing the acoustic guitar, yeah. and that was also multi tracked. Yeah. so it was a yeah. whole he just, thing.
2: He just sang it all straight through, I think, LOL. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and then the thing one joined him with a Neanderthal man. Right. Yeah. It's a long time ago. It yeah. is. Oh, sure. And
0: this was the, the first hit that was recorded. Oh, for yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. How did that feel? Terrific, I should think. Amazing. Yeah. Say, yeah.
2: No, because what happened was um, we just recorded, I think, Sid Lawrence's first album, which was uh, the very first Glen Miller album. Oh. Okay. And uh, um, Rick was Rick had got it together because he knew all the guys in the band and they used to play it <coughs> big pub on, on uh, Kingsway, the top end of Kingsway, didn't they? The oh. Princess Parkway, I think, and. Uh, he phonogrammed, he got Dick Lee phonogram name him, and uh, right. to listen to it that was my first track engineer engineering. Fortunately, with a guy called Dave Fleming Williams, who's yeah. a BBC engineer, okay. who knew how to because <laughs> I would have been. I oh, uh, yeah. To be right. honest, yeah. um, which was a great learning, it really, really learned a yeah. lot. And we're playing this, Dick Lee, and then I the think Eric, Eric knew Dick Lee, obviously. Yes. And he said, oh, but, 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 but we're playing this track. And he said, oh, I said, not uh, he, uh, he said, how much do you want for it? Those days, you, they used to compile buy a track. And I think, oh, I think he offered uh, five or six hundred pounds, something like this, which was yeah, quite which a bit of money. money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we needed money, believe you. Yeah. Right. right, right. And Rick, you know, one the best thing Rick ever did, he said, no, 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 they'll take royalties. Said, oh, well, well you uh. know... It, I mean, but, so that was the daily, obviously yeah okay fine obviously thinking yeah, yeah so we oh well I won't go into it you know like what you know, <laughs> that's never going to sell number two number
0: yeah two. and all over the world
2: all over the world incredible
0: we're, why we're, i don't know we're big fans of the
1: hot legs album
0: <laughs> yeah. which, which oh, it's a, a great album which is completely
1: different in its oh, in yeah. its makeup from that hit yeah uh, can you tell us about some of the, the tracks on there oh, the, the acoustic great. the acoustic tracks are marvelous oh yeah they're, really yeah.
0: yeah fantastic i love sweet Fay" as well that's yeah. that's or the a track that peter appears on at the beginning oh yeah oh you, you're playing you're playing piano aren't you uh, on desperate Dan. desperate down the
1: left hand boogie Left boogie, yeah
4: I'm almost
2: a desperate no And uh, oh, that was, a, that was fab- This is when we just got the new a new desk. well, we'd extended the desk and in the new control room, yeah. where it is now, and it was all new. and this was the first album we did, yeah. right. right And uh, oh, we worked hard on that. we really did work hard desperate Dan <laughs> <laughs> the counting's me going oh okay <laughs> Okay. it gets it on
0: <laughs> Peter could you do me a favour and, and pull out the Today track track sheet I wanted to ask you specifically um, Peter about the, the track Today mm. uh, but we absolutely love it but well, I'm amazed by how rich it sounds. Mm-hmm. You're recording onto eight tracks, but I can't fathom yeah. how you've got so many layers, so many textures, yes. onto eight tracks. Um, if you no. have a look at this, see what... Um, this oh is the original
1: goodness. documentation, which see what springs back Harvey Lisberg had um, all this uh, documentation in, um, uh, how in did a he couple of files in his attic and he very kindly went up there and, and got this and we've had them duplicated so it's really interesting yeah, not the actual tapes themselves just the
3: uh, documentation, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah it's
2: so please please uh on, oh no, no it's all crossed out no good that was take two was all right but what's happened to six seven and eight what was
1: on there looks like there's yeah there's no it doesn't say there's anything on there does it maybe it was just a work in progress i don't know
0: because there's layers of, of Strings on there. Well, there are two versions. There's, version- fuzz yeah. bass there's two versions
1: of today, isn't there? Mm. There's a version that was on the Hot Legs album, or added to the song album, and then there's the version that came out under the band name Festival. That's right. Which I think is must be a
0: re-recording. <sighs> and there's some extra BVs and things. That on there.
1: version is much more uh, a more. Um, it's a larger production, mm. with, and it's a superior production. It's a beautiful record. Uh, this, so was, this was this was the. Which one's Well, we don't date? know. We're thinking may, maybe that's the first one. Is there a date on that?
2: Third. Yeah, hang on. Something that third of the third of the third is that seventy-two? Mm, that yeah.
1: sounds like the festival version.
3: Yeah, the month. Yeah, it's too
0: late for the hot lights.
2: Yeah,
1: so that is the the, the fuller version. Like a, maybe, maybe it maybe just 72. sort of didn't write everything down, and just uh, or maybe it was an early take. I don't know. When did
2: we record this one then?
3: have been before. 71, 70, 70, wasn't it? 70, 71. 71. Well, the analytical man was 70. So yeah, yeah,
1: but today was an, an addition yeah. with a couple of other tracks yeah. to the second version of the album. Yes,
0: when it came out as song, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, But even so, that was um, that was later yeah. than what the track sheet we were looking mm. at. <laughs> It was
2: today on the original album? Wasn't it? No, not on oh. the original album. They, no, they, right.
1: There was a couple of songs. What were they? Like uh, was it Lady Sadie? Lady Sadie and the yeah. Loser, I think. Yeah, and loser, today maybe, were then. added to the yeah. song album. I they think. were, yeah,
2: yeah. So the the, the so basically, it's just those dominate. Take me back and remember all those. Yeah,
1: beautiful them. tracks. Those those tracks, I think, had been mm. hanging around quite a while. Kevin mm. Lowell had mm. those in their kind of fragile yeah. and Rusk's yeah. spoon yeah.
2: days. Frabbe and Rusk's spoon... So the sweet fa was. Now a lot of people said, I don't know about this. That they the think Queen got the idea of Bob and Rhapsody from that. Now I think that's pushing it. A sweet bit. fa that far back. Well, that. if you think about play whole sweet fa. Oh no, so I wrong one. One that in Paris. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Now we'll yeah. come
1: back. We'll, we'll come back to the original the, soundtrack. One night, right here.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. that was a great. That was so much experimental by Eric and I. Yeah. And the vocal and we just and that's at that point Graham played bass on it and right. that from after that he joined us and became it became 10cc so. yeah sure.
1: how did you work on harmonies because <coughs> some of the harmonies on that hot legs album
2: are great were you kind of discovering how to arrange and record harmonies yeah, yeah. well it was a lot of the tricks were from um when we recorded, they said Lawrence Orchestra, the big band. Yeah. Um, right, The uh, <coughs> they hadn't got enough microphones. We only had two U67s Yeah. the start of them. So Dave, well, he came up with this. And they obviously did this the BBC sometimes. he mm-hmm. put the U67 on a figure of eight. He
4: mm-hmm.
2: put the four chairs, say the trumpets, one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. The trumpets, one one, Number two, number three, right? So, first trumpet, second, third, and fourth.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Sid used to get them to play a built up chord do, 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 four yeah. notes, oh, okay. A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. Then he would go, right? They um, say, right, trumpet one, move, move your chair back a bit, right? And move it to move forward. Wow, and then, yeah. So, building right, a blend. Yeah. With a blend with literally, blend where from, yeah, the seats were, where like, they Mason. were sitting, right? Where yeah. they were. And suddenly, and that was it. Now, unless you were a, that, they'd always play the same level. Yeah. I can refer to before. Classical
1: musicians were accurate. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, wow. so it never altered. So right. That blend, that sound. So I'm recording the whole. The, so we're engineering the whole of uh, the four trumpet sections have said lost on one microphone, right? On okay. One, one, one channel. Incredible, isn't right. it? And that's how a lot of the harmonies were done. They'd be looking like, oh yeah, moving a bit, moving yeah right. and i'd say well that sounds like eric come and listen to it he was a better ear than me right because he's a singer cool. i wasn't a singer so, so you'd so have the
0: three or four guys standing yeah, around one yeah, mic. yeah yeah oh, that's yeah. interesting yeah. so they so we weren't... got a lot
2: of that we couldn't yeah.
0: have, you, you know, couldn't you couldn't do it on separate tracks guess, yeah, you know, because you otherwise were... you'd be bouncing no, and it wouldn't sound center, like would you'd be you got yeah. that.
1: so they, then each so, they sound. had that yeah. they had that blend they were they were hearing each other as they were oh yeah yeah that's
2: that's yeah that's brilliant brilliant and you notice on stage if you anything. Corrupt N C with Graham, they yeah. do a lot of that together and they it of It does
0: sound airy and, and mm. somehow mm. more mm. natural, doesn't <clears throat> it? Yes. yes.
2: Yeah, yeah Harmonies we got popular in the harmonies far better. I mean it's that's what the Beach Boys did. I mean we were great. That's right, they, they
0: most of them were mic, the weren't yeah. they? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And uh, it's logical.
0: Yes. You know, if you're a good singer. Yeah,
1: uh, that's right. Yeah. And you had some, well, I mean, you They've worked with singers. four extraordinary singers there. Yeah. They were all yeah. great Kevin, singers yeah. and musicians in their own yeah. right. Yeah. They were
2: a the great voice, Kevin and didn't you
1: know, they, Yeah, yeah. They all, they, who, they, who nailed their lead vocals quickest, would you say? <laughs> oh, great God.
2: question. I can't, I don't know. Okay. Really Is that a
1: diplomatic like that. answer or you actually can't I can not remember. remember.
2: <laughs> I really, a lot of it got a bit of a blur. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. I was, you know, I was, and sometimes, then it was playing guitar or doing some I'd come in, be on the desk, got to help, doing a lot of things at one go. Then I'd be back down in the office. I mean, remember, I was recording other things at yes, night of or during the day. Yeah. So I might be recording during the day, like <laughs> bizarre, like the five penny piece, maybe at night. And I've suddenly gone from, from folk group into. Would different. they actually... ring? Re- would you actually have to come in from from your home? Or would, you know...
1: Well, yeah. So they'd actually call you up and say, hey, we need you to...
2: Oh, well, that season. happens a few times, yeah. Right. W- rent down really well with the wife sometimes. Oh, I uh, bet. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, but that no, it, well, it didn't, it didn't. But remember, it was our company, my job. Yeah. I mean, if it didn't work, no one's going to pay me money. Yeah. They? So it's if sure we didn't work, would, we didn't get they? any yeah. money. It was simple as that. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't have a big company behind us. Yeah. So, uh they don't have any or anything like sure. that.
1: Well, that's what made the end product so special, the yeah. fact that it was often just the five of you or, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of other staff and mm-hmm. nobody else, nobody mm-hmm. interfering, no. nobody else involved, a oh, no,
2: self-contained no. unit. Yeah, that's what it was with everything that it did. I mean, I I, I I didn't engineer a lot of the Well, I did hot legs and quite a few other things. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not in love. It was a mixing. That was, the, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah OK. Alexander.
1: Tell, tell us about that, please. Were you one of those pairs of hands yeah. on the mixing desk really? doing the chords? Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. You know, well, we didn't tell anybody for years, wasn't it, Peter, before how it was done. Right. right. Okay. A trade secret. Asking. It was a secret. Okay. And uh, people thought it was a Mellotron, all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah. They realized it was voices. <clears throat> and so... No, they did. You must know. Yeah, yeah, we've heard Eric, heard Eric talking about it. It's yeah, talking about it. And uh, so what happened to get the loops going? Did he t- explain this around the control room?
0: The mic, around mic stands and things. Yeah, yeah symbol
2: right? stands. Yeah, a little little in there. <laughs> and after the tape record, you know, the the centre thing, which the tape goes round. The yeah. spares of those around, and we're all holding. And I was holding him on the screwdriver, <laughs> so he tried to get tension. And suddenly, oh, my arms are aching! <laughs> <laughs> and it was round. And in fact, a great photo of Kevin Godley right next to the tape, making sure the tension was right. right. That's how every loop was done. Wow. And then, so they, if the chord was A, B, C, D, yeah, the all sang A, then B, then C and D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then that got mixed onto one, and then done. and it was Loll and I. we were going on down to London to cut. Might have been that album, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we sat down, and it was Loll and I on the train. We didn't go first class in those days. Right. It. And we worked out how many tracks I'm not in love with. It, it was 264. Oh, right. You, like, you, sat, you sat there and worked it out. We worked trouble. it all out, because every chord, so, of course, said there's five notes in the chord, there's five tracks straight away.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. You know, so
2: start building it up like that in the drum. So there's very few instruments on it. Yes. It's an electric piano. Acoustic guitar, but it was bass drum. Yeah, just a It's m- the music. Music. Is that yeah, right, Peter?
0: M- he you m- know, he'll synth. tell you. He knows more than Is me. It, eh? I think it's Kev playing a moog. Um, the, the, the kick drum, m- kick drums yeah. out on the moog. Yeah, yeah,
2: I brought that moog back from. I went to pick it up as really? down there at APS meeting, and it was from filmed an audio. He was in Porter for. Uh, he got brought these moog synths over, and it was the. Uh-huh. It wasn't a chord one. It was a poly. Yeah, monophonic. Uh, like, and on on a a comic, up, and, and he showed sense. me how to. Was it a mini moog type? Oh yeah, mini moog. And we bought it back to you, and I How do it work, Peter? Going, right, and yeah. i Right. And I'd learn.
0: Did you buy it or rent it? Or? We bought it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: it was a few hundred, few hundred quid, not a lot. Mm. And I carried it back on the train, and I was playing with it on the train. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had a built in, you could hear, uh, had a built in little, tad little lamp. A little speaker, it. so you I could play it on the battery train. Battery you
1: it You oh, must stuff. have got a few admiring glasses. The,
2: oh, no. Through, no, not really. I could play a piano. I was, I think I played a, I forget what I played, Some some little riff and it was then that was it they were away then experimented yeah, yeah of course a new toy to... for them yeah. to work so tell us toy.
0: about that um the vocal loops mixing well, session. are yeah. you all literally huddled around the the faders
2: yeah there was uh i got 10 hands <laughs> <laughs> 10 20 yeah they put because it wasn't an automated desk we put um gaffer um not tape.
0: Mask tape. Thank
2: you very much. Yeah. Mask tape along the top, so how far you had to go. Yeah. Right. So that was, so mine went been so far, I was paying so, you know, whatever we were doing. Yeah. Bro- uh, 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 which yeah. worked. Yeah. yeah Trouble worked, was, every time I got it up, you actually made an indent in the masking tape, then it went to, you had to put another, start again.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, so that mix was a performance. You had to do the whole thing from start to finish oh, yeah, and yeah. try it several times until you got it right.
0: And then that mix could then be um, put back onto the multi tape. Yeah, that, the yeah. final
2: mix of the, yeah, that was it. Yeah,
0: incredible um, process, but yeah. so worthwhile. It, it's, I
2: think it took over a week, solid.
0: Really? The mixing?
2: Yeah, yeah, it took a long time.
0: Mm. What you mean? Recording and mixing um, or just the mixing? Yeah,
2: uh, you know, Because there's two, an awful lot of vocals. Two weeks, you said at the time. Two weeks, Perhaps that was all... That's yeah,
0: yeah, incredible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did it. you know, it, at the time, that it was a classic? No, it was an album track.
2: It was meant to be an album track.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, clearly
2: al-
1: it was an album <laughs> yeah, track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, I don't think the band recognised it as a single, <laughs> did they? No. Oh. But did you feel it in the
2: room? Could you... Could, oh, did yeah. Did you know? But, yeah, I thought it was great, but... Then you've got to bear in mind, I've heard it so many times. <laughs> right, okay. And then I was recording an album with um, Oscar, studio, and uh, and I said, oh, listen to this, what do you think of this track? And I played it, and there was dead silence, listen to it, and it stopped. I, nobody said a thing, and they just looked at me, and started applauding.
1: Really? Wow. Actually, a round of applause. And at wow. that
2: point, Eric had just come in and said that, because he knew that, yeah. and it uh, wow. It started, that's, that's fantastic. That must have that's
1: been a fantastic, fantastic moment. Yeah. So this is, who is this, Oscar? That's it, that's, that's the photo. of it on the loop. Oh, wow. Oh, we're looking at a well,
0: picture. Oh, well, that's wonderful. This is Kevin literally in the studio um, marshalling a take round the...
3: Around a cap- capstan.
0: Yeah, around, round a, yeah. That, that, that's like a metal pole.
2: Yeah, no, that, no, that's, that's the speaker stand. Oh, uh, okay, it's
3: just through the... Oh, I see, round the... Yeah, it. the
2: tape's going round there, and he's making sure the tension is right so he yeah. goes round the rest of the room. Right. yeah. Pete, P- who was is, who is this uh, gentleman who heard
1: the, the tape? You Oscar, you mentioned? who are you? Who? Oh, no, it was a band, a group called Oscar. Oh, right, oh, yeah, That's
3: oh,
2: oh, Kevin Parrott.
1: Kevin Parrott. Oh, Brian Michael. Yes. Yeah, Brian
3: Michael, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: And okay. Uh, Jeff Gill, producer, and they just... Okay. It was... Uh, and that's the time then we were... What rec- albums I'm not in love on?
3: Original soundtrack.
2: We were recording, I was recording Oscar as well at the night. So was right. late
1: 74, early 75,
2: something like that. Yeah, because that's the, that's the time they played the trick yeah, on the desk. On Oscar. It was Oscar, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, They played the trick on the desk, I wow. so Yeah, that's as long as I live. Peter, do you want to
1: dig out a couple of more track sheets? Just uh, put them in front of Pete and see if they... Any trick? Went... Ah, up? just fire them at random, see what we can... A yeah. pretty if if channel in
3: swimmer and, uh... in good means.
1: Oh, blimey.
2: Yeah, 16-track
1: at that stage. Oh, yeah, look get in.
2: we were getting... Do you know, when we first got the 4-track, we didn't know what how to do with it. <laughs> right. And then we got 8-track, and wow, and then 16-track... Yeah, like, and yeah. you
1: soon filled them up, right? Thinking you, you had loads of space, but yeah, they soon got filled yeah. up.
2: Wow. You notice there are a lot of empty tracks on these. Yes. yes.
1: Which,
0: which tracks are you looking at there, Pete?
1: Um, all
2: of them really. With the,
0: what, the ones the empty yeah, tracks? Yeah. There's,
2: there's, what's the What's the track
1: title? Does it say? My F- festival girl,
2: Long Cream number thirty. Oh, the Moog, Nola. Oh, that's right.
1: Naughty Nola. Do you yeah. we, Do you remember that song?
2: No, I don't. No, the, okay. I no, remember the original it's, Nola. It's, the Friday Brown. I did that. Sweet and gentle. Right. Yeah right mm-hmm. friday brown was a female Fox,
1: vocalist Female
2: boxer, Fox, yeah. right,
1: from manchester yeah yeah okay. she was quite, quite a big yeah try not to get worried try not to turn on to problems
4: that upset you oh don't you know everything's
2: all right yes everything's fine the river soundtrack on night in paris yeah
0: so d- describe that that uh, if you can remember those sort of sessions pete you'd be You'd be behind the desk, here yeah, in the control room when when the lads were in there recording their vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Any mad stories you can tell us about One Night in Paris? Not really. It went on forever, it didn't went, it, the it was original a long, version?
2: It went yeah. long, and it, it's hard to remember it all, I've got to be honest. But yeah, of course. Sure, sure. You're just, um, you see, it was a job. Yeah. It's not a livelihood, and you just, I don't know. You're busy doing it. You're yeah. Yeah. right, yeah. yeah. And it, it didn't. You didn't know didn't, you
0: were making music history, did you? No, time? I didn't. A clue, I didn't. A clue. Right. I <laughs> mean, like I
2: said, when when the Strawberry Exhibition opened, and I you put together a speech, didn't you, and the lady did it, and I artificially, I gave a tiny little speech like that, and I said at the time, this is true. If someone had said to me all those years ago that there'd be an exhibition. <laughs> About strawberry, calling studio, what we have done, and all the thing. I would have said, well, I'll tell you what, can I have something that you're smoking? Because yeah. I've, <laughs> I've never in a million, never in a million years. Right. And I'll tell you a great story, this is a true story. I tell you, couldn't be titled in the book in it, doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> my mum, I would bring her back from being in the hospital for something, bringing her back from stepping in the hospital for some reason, I don't know, nothing important. What, what, uh, um, my mother. What's her name, your mum? Frances. Frances. She, she died now, quite a long mm. time ago and I just got a Porsche.
0: Not a big one, it was just
2: a Trekkerman, <laughs> one, two, four Porsche. Okay. i right. no, had Got a little field Sports car before that. And we're driving down the A6, and this is absolutely true. She's in the Porsche, and we're driving along, she said, I wish you'd get yourself a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> I never forgot. I went, like, what? A proper <laughs> job? I'm <laughs> messing around with music. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought a house as well in Brampton thinking, oh, right mum, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah. A proper job was an accountant or working in a factory. That was a proper job.
0: Not yeah. messing around with me. Tie on, big black leather <laughs> chair. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I never, ever forgot that. <laughs> I never wish you'd get yourself a proper job. <laughs> I would that in grave know what I'm not to talk
1: about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us about, about uh, a bit about the
2: football records? Because I know oh, you record...
1: Yeah. I mean, what was it like having a bunch of footballers in here? The, 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 the film that, that Peter has, has dug out of, the Man City team recording oh, yeah. here, they yeah. looked like they'd rather be anywhere else than recording oh, they were, a record. Oh, yeah, they so didn't
2: how, want to do it. How yeah. did you get them to... Actually... Well, it was really... It was, uh, well, OK. I found out to money, you know. Yes. And, right. uh, you know, they are going to be... Uh, well, if it was a hit, they were, they were, at the time, they were all either in the FA Cup or something. That's yeah. what it was all. About. Yeah, 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 you know? OK. Yeah. And they couldn't they, were, they couldn't sing, really, but we, yeah. they always did the choruses. Yes. They're proper singers doing yeah. it.
1: Did you yeah. manage to find one or two who could sing and kind of
2: shove them to the possibly, front? The yeah, possibly, yeah, possibly. Some got into it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah But yeah. all the time, they were, like, a bit embarrassed, really. Yeah, right, OK. Um, and they, they did City, and we did Liverpool, Leeds United, Uh Lancashire Cricket, but I never remember but I remember that, I don't know. Yeah. And Red Rum. Yeah, what and about Red, Red Rum? Rum? He wasn't actually here in person. No, he? I don't think so. No, he <laughs> I wasn't. Kevin, I don't think I did. Kevin did that, did Kevin's, he? Yeah, 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 that was Kevin's. But the best football record is, of course, the Man United one. Glory, glory. Right, that's
0: because... Oh, so, you happen to be a supporter, right? I, I, I sense. <laughs> is that right? He also produced, produced the record. Well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: That was more recent, wasn't it? Was That, that was 80... 80 yeah,
2: 80 is not yeah so 80
0: 80, 80, 80,
2: 83 or 84
0: that was a big hit wasn't it massive yeah. number yeah. two Yeah. was yeah. it really yeah. oh yeah massive glory, glory glory man united oh yeah, yeah. I remember it well and
3: are all you... these football songs are still played at the grounds yeah, today so Everton Leeds United yeah. City if you yeah. watch a live game you'll hear at half time yeah. these records yeah. piping yeah. up so yeah, yeah. Glory, glory,
0: You've been listening to The Consequences Podcast, produced by Paul McNulty and Sean McCreevy. Thanks for listening.